change your mind. Take a chance on the first thing in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds have gone, honey, I'm still free. Welcome. Welcome back to my brother, my brother and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm joined. I, 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 I should not be so presumptive. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Uh, and and we are my brother, my brother and me. Uh, so let's just get get right into the the advice. Let's tuck in here. We've got an anonymous question from Form Spring. Uh, I'm in love with my long-distance girlfriend, and I want to marry her. Should I quit my job and move to Oregon to be with her? Nope. Nope. <laughs> done Next question. Done. Next. Yeah, that's that's an easy one, man. Uh, that's going to put a lot of pressure on her, on your relationship, and I don't think you're going to... Unless. I don't think... Unless. You're moving to Portland, Oregon. Oh, then it's all right. A, is that all right? That's a is fly that... city, man. I was Here... watching. I was watching an episode of No Reservations with my boy Tony, and uh, man, they cook some weird shit up in up in Portland. Is she a weird shit cook? If oh. it, can you get a can you get a job as a weird shit cook? She might be. Um, there's a whole like coven of tattooed gastronomes up there who get like their favorite cooking instrument tattooed on their body, and then they eat like dog eyes and shit like I don't know what they're doing up there in Portland. oh yeah it's aren't they crazy. the people like meet at each other's house and yeah they have secret. like these secret it's like fight club but with cooking and eating dangerous things I love it um, that's but pretty sweet I don't so think there like, are it any sounds like going to hillbilly hot dogs it is yeah. kind of like going to hillbilly I don't think there are any other cities in Oregon though I think Oregon in my mind is just like a vast wasteland that's wasteland yeah with with one pretty cool city in the middle of it. So, I mean, I would like to live in Portland. I think if you I have the opportunity to move there, you should do it, especially if you if you love this girl. So, you know what? Flip my answer. Here's, <laughs> you just flipped here's it. my question for the anonymous person asking this question. A, would you move there if she wasn't there? Are you interested in going to the city otherwise? And also, were you guys in the same area prior to this and she moved? Right. And Did you meet on MySpace is basically... Yes. If you if you have been together in the same area before, that's cool. Um, and and who am I to say if you think you've got a real shot with this girl, like this is really the way the way it's going to shake out for you? Um, it, you know th- that's the most important thing you can find in the world. So I say, I mean, I mean, you need to try to pursue it, but you got to make sure you have your situation together before you go, or else it is just going to put too yeah, much pressure exactly. on you guys. And it's I really boundaries. super recommend don't. Like move there, saying, "Baby, I'm going to marry you." Move there, hang out for a while in the same location, right. see how that dynamic goes. That's how huge, that's huge how hearts different. get broke. Yeah, and I would try to, if you can, I would try to get your own, <laughs> out in the Pacific. That's how they do it. Uh, I would try to get your own apartment too, and not skip straight to moving in with her. Yeah. I would say we need more info. I can't tell more you more info, to, dude. More info. I can't tell you how to roll in your your ship, but I'll say this: if you want to, do it. Just do it. You okay. know better than us. 
Yeah. This one comes from <laughs> Dylan via Gmail. Uh, it says, So a few friends and I will soon be knee-deep in the excitement and thrills of post-adolescence cohabitation. This will be our first time living with people we aren't related to outside of an on-campus housing arrangement. While we all have some pretty awesome social anxiety, we seem to be able to tolerate each other. I'm slightly worried, however, because one of them is a female. How should I prepare for this? Are there ground rules I should be aware of? Any advice would be much appreciated. Dylan, I gotta say, man, for my for my money, you gotta go naked day one. You gotta go. You <laughs> Just gotta really go. get it all out there. Just really, you gotta get it out, out, get it out, out there, naked day one. Naked day one. I, everything I know. But then about full suit of armor day two. Everything yeah, I know. Armor two. About living, cohabitating, as you put it, with a with a lady friend. Uh, I learned from two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Uh, so it sounds like you should be prepared to that all you and all of your male roommates will probably fall in love with with your female roommate at some point or another, um, but she'll eventually just end up with Nathan Fillion. So you should be yeah. it shouldn't Which be too big of an issue. All women do. Yeah. Um, women here's do. my advice: one word boundaries. <laughs> there has to be set boundaries. Literal, dude. literal yeah. boundaries. Uh, yes. A firewall, a, ch- a literal a firewall, chest high a wall, wall of fire dividing the apartment, um, so she can put all of her pink shit, her I love Lucy collectibles on one side, <laughs> and encroach on her, up her on Wizard of Oz Chotskys. Grain of truth. Grain of truth. <laughs> Who's up next? Uh, <laughs> Griffin peeling off of the topic. Ram trap. Uh, this is a cohabitation issue that you yourself, Dylan, may soon be dealing with. And you do, anonymous guy moving to Oregon. Ramtrap says my girlfriend of over a year gets angry about having Maxim magazines in the bathroom. Sure, it's great to look at side boobs while you're pooping, but I think they're just well-written, clever articles. Uh, uh. Maxim, <laughs> Maxim is the McElroy Brothers of magazines, except better looking and less offensive, at least in my view. Is she, is she wrong to be a dickhead when it comes to my <laughs> magazines, or should I remain faithful to my promise to take the magazines only to work ram trap? It's wrong for you to be a dickhead and call us ugly, which is basically <laughs> what you just did. Basically, to be fair, what did. his taste is thrown off because he thinks that Maxim has clever, well-written articles. Um, yeah, and we're offensive, and we're the offensive ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but good question. Um, I top t- twenty best topless nude scenes with ladies in them. <laughs> How this to is die a maximum eat your own poop. Um, Why don't you put them? Here's here's my suggestion. I'm unnecessarily shortening words today. My suggestion is to put the magazines under the sink. Yep. Done. Uh, don't put them on the back of the toilet. That's a very convenient place for readables to go, but it doesn't look nice. And also, like, you know, you know, maxim. Like, I've, I'll I'll read a maxim. I, I I'm not a, a, above it, but. You know, it doesn't make you you look like a classy dude. So maybe put hide your maxims underneath the sink. Buy also, some GQs. Don't roll up GQs here with, are classy. Don't don't Please. come in here with this veneer that you're reading it for the articles because. Oh, please. Come on, man. Come, come on, man. It ain't yeah. best places to do it in a public bathroom. Like yeah. that's not. You want you want good yeah. quality articles without side boobs that your you and your lady friend can both get behind. Get a Reader's Digest subscription. And here's the thing, as far as her, she's not saying don't have them, she just doesn't want to look at them, and that's completely fair, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because pooping is an, intimate, is an intimate thing. That's her um, time. And she doesn't want you ogling, you know, Miranda Kerr while you're, while you're dropping a deuce. That's your No, time. that's not her problem. That's not her problem. 
her problem is that she has to ogle Miranda Care while she is well, ladies don't poop, but while she is in the restroom. Powdering. <laughs> while she's, Powdering. Um and I don't know what they do in there. I think they powder stuff. Powdering. Cheesecake Jones, uh his wife tells him, via Twitter, his wife tells him that you can wear blue shirts with blue jeans, but it doesn't feel right. Help me, brothers. I'm going to defer to Travis on this one. I assume when you say blue shirts, you work at Best Buy. But if you don't, I'm going to go with, that's fine. Um, I, the only time I have a problem with pant-shirt combination is when the colors are the same. So he khaki pants blue- with tan shirts... He but if it's the same color blue, blue if it's the same color blue, which would be weird, why are you wearing a denim shirt with denim pants? That's not okay. <laughs> that's a whole lot of look. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different choice altogether, my friend. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Like was that from t-shirt? Was that from Billy Ray Cyrus? Is that who we got that last question oh, from? Oh, <laughs> what's up? No, but my just wife like a says blue it's okay to wear with blue jeans with blue jean vest and blue and a blue jean hat and a rat tail. <laughs> And a rat tail, is that? That's and also, fun. I'm John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> also, I am John Cougar Mellencamp. Uh, uh, the Cougar. This one comes from Google Answers user Danny. Uh, headline, is masturbation create problem? <laughs> the question is, is masturbation create problem in future life, in married life? Is the semen <laughs> is make daily what we eat or not because after masturbation feel very weakness? And is it create problems? Should I do or not in future? Is it also is it also decrease sex power? <laughs> oh goodness! Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, oh I'm going to move beyond oh, the gra- the grammar issues because he's clearly uh, not a native English speaker and address some of his very real concerns about his reduction of sex power. To be fair, he <laughs> might be a natural-born American English speaker, but he's just masturbated so much that he's lost a couple verbs You're and he's nouns. masturbated himself stupid. Yeah, yeah, he beat himself silly. <laughs> Maybe that should be the concern. I masturbated yeah. my brainstem out, y'all. <laughs> this is the guy This is the guy that just wrote us about Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he a before and after. Thing. Off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, answer number one is from user Otterly Evil, who says excessiveness will make you infertile, parentheses, flaccid in future. So I, I guess it is. A, that's not true. That's situation. not true. That's um, not true. Not at true. All. Your body's constantly. That's like saying that blowing your nose will cure congestion for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's no. That's not the way it works. Um. Yeah. People. But it will reduce. Human your, beings I mean, are basically reduce. just seed factories. So I mean, right. The, you're right. in the you're in the clear, man. The only thing you actually have to worry about is sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also, if you're going nine ten times a day, dude. Your decreased sex power, because you can't. That that is a that's a real thing. That's a thing mm-hmm. that you can run out of. If you're masturbating all, regularly, hold off five days. You can power an entire town <laughs> off of your one penis. <laughs> just with your sex that's power. Yeah, new, just with your sex uh, power. That's the new you keep green the movement. whole town lit up. Do you know what I found out is a is a is a thing in in a in sperm count is a if you use your laptop a lot because the oh, heat yeah. from it can kill your boys. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can cook them not per- not on the You would think that it would be like a nice soothing sauna for them, but no, it's no, it nice. is it's an oven. Yeah, it's a bad scene for. Them. Speaking of anyway. sex power, um, you know, I was reading my Cosmo like I do. It's what I do, and I found some great advice for the ladies. 
A little something oh, yeah, the good. ladies might like. It's from an article called 30 Things to Do with a Naked Man. Mm-hmm. And this suggestion is find his G-spot. The hint is a guy's prostate, the walnut-sized gland under Mm-mm. his bladder, is the no, ultimate magic button to push if you want to Mm-mm. blow his mind in bed. Mm-mm. To ultimate magic button. To analyze it. Partway through oral sex or intercourse, rest two fingers against the swath of skin between his testicles and you anus. Stay the fuck that away from my taint? walnut. <laughs> you mean taint? You mean his taint. You mean his taint, right? It's an efficiency of language issue at this point. You mean his taint. Excuse me, Cosmo. Um, please don't tell anyone to do that. Cosmo, my walnut is a temple. And I don't want... It doesn't need any insurrectionists. Nuh-uh. <laughs> What's your walnut? How's everybody's walnut situation today? It's, like, I, it's feeling good. The walnut, walnut's fine. Do you guys remember when I went to Bonnaroo and I didn't shower for five days and I got walnut-itis? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question. That's what real. actual situation would that be okay in? Like, oh, this is the... Whoa! Whoa! What whoa, do you do? Like, when I went to see a, a, a walnutologist about my walnut-itis, and he checked my walnut, like, still still questionable. You, you know what's weird about that story? Griffin went five days without a shower, still shampooed every day. Which <laughs> yeah. Is, it was nice. Uh, I, would, I had lots of Aquafina, which I could, you know, hey, wait, wrap my shit up with. Don't touch my walnut. Stay away from the walnut. Don't listen to Cosmo. Um, let's do another one from Yahoo. Uh, this one's from Yahoo Answers User. Wait, wait, wait. Quick time out before we go to Yahoo. If you're, like, sitting down, popping up in Gmail, about to tell us that we need to be more free about our walnuts and maybe we should try it, stop it. Gross. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to hear anything Gross. about it. Stop what it. you do with your walnut is your business, friend. Yeah, that's your walnut, not my situation. I would, I would never do that, but if you want to... I mean, if you want to tell me about it, whatever. Just, just keep your hands off my walnut. I'll, I'll give you guys my personal email. We'll, we'll make some, <laughs> some shit happen. This one comes from Yahoo Answers user Donald. It is possibly the saddest thing I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> I'm in love. Uh, that, was his, that was his emphasis, not mine. I'm in love with Krista from Fern Gully. Are there any <laughs> websites devoted to her? Oh, God. Oh. I mean, we've all been there. She's a good-looking fairy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cartoon yeah. fairy. Now, if he had said baddie, I would have understood that. Right. I get that. Um. You know, the problem with Krista from Ferngully, if you're in love with her, is that no... Uh, no adult woman is going to satisfy that fantasy for you. I mean, they're just too old, right? They're just too, too old and not beaten down. They don't big. have the naive. They're too big. They don't have the naivete of a of a Christopher Ferngully, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. You're just not going to find an adult woman to fill that need for you, if you know what I mean. It's tragic, really. <laughs> Listen, we help everybody on this show, and that means uh, sicko, <laughs> sicko child sicko molester thieves. perverts. We do not discriminate. We we will help. We will help sick pedophiles, and not help them to get better, but help them to just do their like, just keep it quiet. Have you considered <laughs> taking up a parish? <laughs> oh goodness! Oh golly! Oh, I, oh I, my hey, goodness! My hey, golly! To clarify, I don't support pedophiles. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no. You just help one. But, that, bit. but to clarify, guys, if you are a pedophile, stay away from the walnut. 
I don't care what <laughs> age you are. It's not going to be a cool scene. Mm. Uh, this one comes to us from from our good friend Mitch Dyer uh, via Gmail. He says, my friend needs to leave his dead-end, low-paying job and get out of his lame living situation. He likes the idea of university in my city and would excel in it, but he refuses to leave home for another city because, quote, all of his family is here. He is 22. How do I convince him to sack up, move out, and get his education on? Well, that's a tough Hmm. one, Mitch. What? Well, uh, Mitch, I would say that there, there is, I mean, okay. You only get one shot. You only get one spin around the globe. And I definitely could see where he would value going to the university, as your people say, in the Great White North. Um, But, I don't know, there's a value to having people surrounding you who who care about you. I mean, there's a worth to that. And I think you have to accept that worth before you can... You know, you can't blow that off. You, you can't convince him to do anything if you aren't also accepting that there's value to that. And I'll say this, as someone who was in a similar circumstance, mm-hmm. uh, I graduated college and moved home and didn't know what I was going to do. Um, if I had moved earlier than I was ready to, it wouldn't have been a good situation for me. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. It took me three years to decide what I was going to do. But once I decided, I was ready to go, and I got to move on. So, um, you know, maybe he's just not ready to do it yet. On the other hand, it also helped that I had people in my life, like Justin and Griffin and our father, who encouraged me to find what I wanted to do and encouraged me to make decisions and move on with my life and not just sit around at home. So don't let your friend wallow and hang out and do nothing in his dead-end job, but at the same time, pushing him, um, you know, just help him get ready. I, and I, and I also, would... but you also say he needs to leave. Not, and that's a, an interesting word to me, because you're not saying he wants to leave. Mm-hmm. You're saying he needs to leave, and that sounds like your, your judgment, Mitch. No, 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 I think, I think some people can legitimately get the blinders on, where they can, they can stay and just, you know, be stagnant in a, in a town, because they're so familiar with it. it like just because all of your family and friends are there just because you move out doesn't they don't all die you know they I, do all I die. agree but it's not true here's the problem with that griffin is i i agree but everyone's definition of success is different so why some people might go man you got to get out and explore the world and try new things every day his friend might be completely happy staying in this town and working a job and just being employed and having a family. You know. So what you should do is you should take that friend out for a night on the town, okay? And at the beginning of the night, hang out with all of his friends and his family, like for a big family dinner at the Olive Garden, and you have soup, salad, and breadsticks for, for hours, and you just have a great time. And then at the end of the night, you take him to um, a, a local subway, and you show him the 55-year-old sandwich technician that's working there, <laughs> and you say, you want this to be you, it's okay if you do, like, that's your choice, but if you stay in this town, you're gonna be a lonely 55-year-old sandwich technician. Um, I think it's sandwich artist. It's more art than technical. Sandwich, All- sandwich engineer. There it is. Also, 
Mitch, here's a key point for you, buddy, because we care about you because you're the one writing in. Uh, if you convince a friend to move out to the city you live in, you're you're opening yourself up to a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's, that's all on you to be BFF. That's all on you to be his BFF for life. And if you're cool with that, fine. But for life, Mitch. Not just his BFF, but you have you are replacing. His, you are his yeah, whole. His, you are now you are city everything. ambassador. When uh, S. Dizal from Twitter goes to the movies, how the hell is he supposed to know which armrest is his? There's only one each side. Am I lost? Guys, what's the deal? Armrests. I have a great trick that I do. Ooh. And I, uh, I'm happy to share this with people. Um, okay. You, as soon as you get to the movie theater, first thing you do, hit that concession stand, buy a soda, and then as soon as you sit down, put that soda in one of the armrests. And then that, if if the person next to you has umbrage with that, you just meet their eyes, and you just keep your hand on your soda, with your arm on the armrest, and it's yours. I I actually have a move that I do, where if I sit down and the armrests are already taken, I just wedge my elbows in behind their elbows and smile at them a lot, and then they slowly <laughs> move their elbows away from mine, and then. Both armrests are mine. If if it's one of the things where the armrests can can deploy or be hidden, I think the thing to do is put it up to instigate cuddle time. Up, <laughs> move move one. Put it up. Wink at the stranger. They will they will more than likely be so happy to put the down. Hey, you like in the movie? Let's take turns giving each other back rubs. Hey, my hammies are real tight. I got some tight hammies. No pressure. Can you rub this down no pressure. for me? Hey, Mitch, you were it was you were right. It was a great idea to move here. Can you just give me a quick, quick back rub like my nana would do if we were in a movie together? Because you're my whole system. <laughs> you're all I, I have got. put all of my eggs in the Mitch basket. So <laughs> if you could give me a slow rub down, bringing it back. Uh, this one comes to us uh, anonymously from Formspring. Says, I feel like I'm slipping away from all of my friends. We used to have a big thing in common which got us all hanging out together, but now that's gone and I hardly see them anymore. MBMBAM, how can I say my friendships? Was that big thing like you all murdered someone? <laughs> it sounds what? like it sounds like this guy <laughs> got uh, got pulled along by the Mitch wagon. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, Mitch. Uh, it, have you considered uniting over your shared adoration for a podcast? <laughs> Say one that featured three brothers talk, giving advice to people just like yourself. Um, I totally understand where this question is coming from. Like my my group of friends uh, was established because we all did community theater when we were kids. But now, like we have we have scattered across the country, um, and and it sounds like that's the same thing that's going on there. I think you need to just like evaluate. I I. I still consider these people to be my, my dearest friends, um, even though I only, you know, see them or or talk to them a, a handful of times every year. But even uh, every time we do see each other, like, it's not weird. It's not like, hey, man, why haven't you given me a call? Like, it's just a naturally, like, I'm That's a really sort good point, Griff. You, it's a natural sort of... And I had, like, a super close-knit group of friends in college, and I think... Th I mean, we're literally hanging out every day, and I, and I think that it's... That what you're experiencing is totally normal. Like, it is not... We're not built to have a super close group of friends your whole life. Like, this is sort of how we progress, right? You have those super close group of friends in, in college or whatever, and then you grow up, you do the family thing, and, and, and it's... It, but there's still 
important. What to you me. have to like, keep in mind is, as an adult, um, friendships are more work than they were when we were children, and everything was convenient. And you're my best friend because you live across the street from me. As an adult, it's all about phone calls and making trips and making plans, and it's not the same. Lives are different. You grow apart. Um, the important thing is that you work at it. If you want to keep these friends, um, you make the effort. Don't expect it to be as easy as it was. Um, call more. Yeah. Use the phone. It's great. Yeah. Um, a, a Skype user named Datewives just asked to be added to my contacts list, uh, offering me sex with married women. I uh-huh. don't... Do you, need, do you need our advice? I do. That would be great. Is it an internal show advice? Don't do yeah. it. How about no? I went through, Jesse. I, I oh. never use Skype. I went through today in my requests. I literally had like 30 like hot sex with me requests. And I was like, do I know these people? This is great. But I didn't know them at all. It was awful. Uh, uh. Jesse uh, writes from Gmail. He says, my wife is a very tidy person and is always putting my stuff away. Unfortunately, I'm not a slob and I keep my positions well organized. So mostly this entails her rearranging my things in a manner that makes them impossible to find. For instance, today I spent well over an hour searching for printer paper that was previously neatly stacked on top of a shelf in my home office near the printer, but had been put away in a closet in our guest room. Oh, that's mm. oh, I'm that having would, oh, a that visceral gut reaction to this oh. question. I'm so, so angry right now. Mm. That Wow, that would piss me off. Here, here is okay, Jesse. I will, I will help you with this. This is something I have experience with. I can guide you. You, you, you have to develop boundaries of rooms in the nicest way possible. I have, like, okay, my wife and I got married. We decided that all my video games would go downstairs to my to the den, right where where. Uh, I have all my rec- my older consoles and, and stuff like that all downstairs in the den. And we keep our living room, like, relatively media-free. Like, we have the 360 and the PS3 and the cable box and all that jazz. But, but, but as far as, like, DVDs, CDs and stuff, not in there. Okay? But in exchange, I have an office where I have Master Chief's helmet glowering down at me from a shelf because she doesn't move things around in here. This is, a, this is my area. To, to deal with as I see fit. And, and and honestly, like, that's the only way you can do it. That you have shared spaces, you have her spaces, you have your spaces. You gotta have your own zone where she doesn't interrupt interrupt your, your flow. And same for, for her and you, if she has some crazy way she wants to keep things, you gotta let that happen. Or, or we just go two different houses. Two different, two different houses. houses is a thing. You could just yeah. um two different wives. Ooh, you maybe. could not hey, keep, sister wife. not keep any of your stuff. Uh, in the house and just have it be all of her stuff and then pretend that you don't live there whenever her dad comes around. <laughs> <laughs> do you know anybody who's tried that strategy before? Uh, I No, I can't say that I do. This one comes from Yahoo uh, Answers user No Name 2 He says, is it strange to be attracted to cheese? <laughs> and I know, I know this seems like a joke. It seems like a thing that like somebody puts on Yahoo to... Uh, to seem weird or quirky, but these answers, man, it, I'm starting to think it's a thing. Uh-oh. I'm starting to think that it's a like a the next foot crush food thing. Foot crush is a thing. Can we address that real quick? It, yeah, That's sure. your new tub girl, guys. If you want to really mess somebody up, uh, trick them 
into just search for food crush or feet food crush on YouTube and then link someone you know or don't care about pictures or videos of feet crushing it's food because like it is a hundred times more disturbing than it it should be right right the one get find the one with uh, the woman crushing chocolate eggs filled with cream oh, no. oh god that, uh, it's it's hugely oh, upsetting. It's upsetting not because it. the act of oh, it, the act itself is not upsetting. The the knowledge that somewhere somebody is having a slow their walnut to this video. <laughs> someone's someone's massaging their walnut in small sensitive circles. Like oh, that's God. that's um, that's that's brutal. Anyway, cheese. Uh, someone says turophile, lover of cheese. Totally didn't make that up. Google it. It's a thing. Oh, it Jesus. is a thing. Uh, one person named Indian Tiger said, no, it is not strange. Best of luck. Keep smiling. Um, <laughs> what? How about you hide your smile if it's derived in any way from sexual cheese pleasure? Uh, one person says, not at all, especially Swiss cheese. Wink. Winky. Oh, God. Um, so here's the thing about abnormal psychology. Um, <laughs> all of abnormal psychology is based on context. And maybe in 30 years, when everyone's boning down on cheese, it won't be weird anymore. But yeah, it is. Hey, it is. Um, Griffin, do you remember the story? Um, we, I think we talked about this like six months ago. The woman who was in love with a roller coaster. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't a, a roller coaster. Thing? It was like one of those like Viking it was a ship, like, ride. swingy rides. What's that called? Um, objectum sexuality is what that's called. That's yeah. the scariest YouTube video. That's it like is. Tub Girl Prime. That's like some real. And the thing heavy is, like, shit. when someone was telling me about it, I assumed it was like um, a sexual thing, the vibration. No, like in love, like romantic. No. I'm she in love it. with this carnival ride. She oh, loves God, it it's spirit. awesome. I made fun of that um, in a, a, a college journalism class, and I, I got some shit from people who thought I was being insensitive. But nope. Insensitive? What? No. Nope. She's. Some of us are trying to live in a society, you crazy hooker. Uh, this one comes from Stevie D <coughs> from Gmail. Stevie sometimes, Arr. sometimes when I'm at a party, That's my bow, the pirate, <laughs> watch him swing. Arr. Sometimes when I'm at a party with my friends, we play rock band, and we all take turns singing. <coughs> I get Arr. really psyched for when my turn comes because I have super bitchin' pipes, and when I sing "Simple Man" by Leonard Skinner, it brings the house down without fail. However, sometime between when I grab the microphone and the song selection menu, a change comes over me, and I wind up picking Crush, Crush, Crush by Paramore. Nice. Granted, every healthy, virile man within a quarter mile is at half-mast by the time the song is over. Arrgh! half <laughs> <laughs> But it is still concerning. What does this say about me, and is my concern warranted CBD? Um, I think we can all agree that Paramore rules. Paramore does rule. Agreed. Uh, what? Paramore is a no. They're they're they, they're a catchy band. band. Why am I not allowed to? Uh, why am I not allowed to love novelty boats at theme parks? But you guys can enjoy Paramore. And I <laughs> uh, well, first of I all, the lead cheese. singer of Paramore is far more attractive than an inanimate uh, Viking boat ship. Can you imagine what if she was on it on the mast? Oh my god! Oh what god. if it was her, oh, her shells. and Vitamin C on opposite ends of the Viking boat ship, and they're all holding and, cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and they're all holding cheese. Oh. And, and your walnut. Go. Oh my god. Can we pause the show for two and a half minutes? Um, yeah. No, I don't think there's anything. I th I would be more concerned with why your singing voice is has an area of effect like 
gives dudes gay boners like all, all over. I don't know why that happens. Um, and that's not that's not like troubling if you're hanging out with a bunch of gay dudes. But if your voice has the power to make people gay, you should probably have consent for yes. it. <laughs> with Available. great power comes great responsibility, my man. Absolutely, absolutely. You're ruining marriages in a in a quarter mile radius, and be careful. Um, be real careful. Hey guys, oh, hey Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mike's uh, is in Ann Arbor, and he's on a flogging Molly kick at the moment. He's taught himself some of the songs on the Geet Box. He's trying to decide how best to sing with them. For those unfamiliar with the band, the lead singer has an Irish accent. The problem is that I do not. When I sing them in American, a lot is lost. But I have tried it in an Irish accent. I'm afraid I'll be making a fool of myself. Yep. Oh, don't be afraid. That's exactly yeah. what's happening. <laughs> Just embrace it. Go with it. You could be an American cover band of Flogging Molly. I think that yeah. there's a market for that. Here's my advice. German accent. I would say, <laughs> I would say learn an accent that is off. completely Flip that different script. from Irish or Libyan. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Um, for some I reason, think... I read this question and it reminded me of uh, Griffin doing Macy Gray. Just embrace it, brother. Just do it. Don't yeah. be afraid. I think you have to, especially if you're doing it at like an open mic, you've got to emulate that voice because yeah. it makes it a lot more. Travis and I have been doing a uh, a pretty triumphant rendition of uh, the Proclaimers' uh, "I Want to Be 500 Miles," and it. Uh, I we 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 do the accents. I think perhaps unconsciously, but but we still do them, and it it, what, it adds to the effect. What helps, in all seriousness, is don't take it seriously yourself. Like, as you're doing the accent, don't try to nail it. Especially if you're doing, like, an open mic night thing. You're, they know what you're doing, and you know what you're doing. So just have fun with it. Don't make it a big deal. Unless the person isn't familiar, and then they're going to be like, why does what that is guy sound like doing? an idiot? Yeah. He's a child up there at the microphone. Is, is, that the, is that the guy from Once? Nope. 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 No, there are many... Here's Mike. There are many American songs. Yeah. Just find one of those... Save yourself. Oh, this, that's this that's conundrum. the other thing. Flogging Molly's a shitty band. <laughs> and whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no Paramore. This one comes from Yahoo Answers. Oh user. yeah, really? Your cred's been revoked. Uh, this one comes from Yahoo Answers user Nikolai. He says, or she says, no, I think it he, might be. He says this is under the uh, pregnancy and parenting baby names category. He says, can I name my baby girl Justin after Justin Bieber? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I think we should defer to Justin on this one because it's his his name and he has dominion over it. I mean, can you? Can you name your baby after Justin Bieber? Yes. I mean, should you tell anybody? No, probably not. Do you think Mr. Bieber will appreciate it? Like, the honor? Why don't you pick somebody more deserving? Why don't you pick a more deserving Justin to name your child after? Someone who's going to give that kid the sort of minute one publicity that a baby starting out in today's fast-paced Twitter-based world needs. Maybe name your baby after, like, a Justin McElroy, somebody who's going to get the name out there, going to get that baby's... get that baby promoted. Justin McElroy uh, Bieber Nikolai. I love it. What about... What about Justin McElroy Bieber, and I'll hyphenate my last name if he'll just have me back. I'm so sorry, Justin. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm so, so sorry. Please, baby, baby, please. Please, baby. Please, baby, baby. One more time. I'll tell you one time, Justin. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have said that it was, thing it was just about a, your teeth. It was, just, it was just a boat. It was just a boat at an amusement park, <laughs> and there was there was a, a calliope in the background, and I was 
had a belly full of cotton candy, and I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm so <laughs> sorry. There was there was no line, and I just I saw it there in the in the reflection of the street lamp, and I thought, yes, yes, I'm a boatman. I'm a boatman for life, and I left you. I didn't go to see your show, and I'm sorry, Beebs. I'm sorry. Why don't you name? Why don't you name your kid Viking Fury? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the coolest wanna... name ever. That would be the best name <laughs> ever. See, now I want to use that. Viking Fury. God, Viking Fury awesome. McElroy. Yeah. This is my son, Viking um, Fury. Well, what's his last name? This is my next son, Viking Fury. His first name is Viking. Sorry about your knee. Sorry about your kneecap. He just hit it with an axe. <laughs> He's two and he's got a little baby axe. My first axe. Little... What's up with that beard he's got going? I don't know. I named him Viking Fury. It really stopped. It's red like a sunrise. Did he just kill that narwhal? <laughs> yeah, he did. He's crazy. Stupid Viking Fury, get over here. Somebody, honey, get the muzzle. Viking Fury's trying to eat mutton. <laughs> His stomach can't digest. He's only six weeks old. Oh. Mush up some mutton, sweetheart, for, for Viking Fury. Oh goodness. So I want to I want to hear Griffin's last question, but first I feel like we should tell people how they can seek our guidance. There's so many ways, so many options. So many. I, I recently compiled them on a new page on the My Brother, My Brother and Me official website, which is mbmbam.com. And real quick, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to throw out a big thank you to everyone who's going to that page and going to all of our things, um, and thanks Giving for us everything so, so far. Uh, that's uh, once we start selling out, we are going to make a tidy profit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a tidy, a tidy, tidy profit. I, actually, we were actually in the. I think we made it to number twelve on the iTunes comedy mm-hmm. podcast which chart, is which is just yeah, and a misnomer because it really it's about helping. It's not it's not about yucks here, um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was super super great. And if you haven't rated or subscribed yet, um, that would be awesome. But really, we we'd love it if you would just find somebody who isn't a fan yet say hey do you have 35 minutes to really get your shit in order like really get it together you need to tell them that they have a problem yeah and that we can address it um yeah and if they want to start listening that way say i'm going to listen to you if you can solve this problem for me we're down we're up for a challenge um but all of our links are on mbmba.com uh you you can there's links to the, our form spring page where you can ask questions anonymously. There's our email, mbmbam at gmail.com. Uh, you can join our Facebook appreciation group, which is... If you do that, that would be huge. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, leave a leave a rating, leave a review. We really appreciate that. There's RSS feeds for Zoom users that you can download. It's all on Mamba, mambame.com. Or the Mamba, as I as I the call Mamba. It. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's it's overwhelming. Justin Russo, thanks for making all of our our sweet images, our JPEGs. Right. And Travis, thank you for joining oh, us yet again, yeah. despite your debilitating disease. I do what disease. I can. Uh, I, I I think it's nice that what with what little time left, we're uh, you're getting to be on a well, podcast. Well, you know, I'm uh, just glad my wish is coming true. You know. Thank you all for listening to the series <laughs> series finale. Uh, <laughs> very very you special. Think finale my would be my so quick, but uh, you can tune in <laughs> next week for my brother and me. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye, is, sweet world. Uh, final question of the day. This one comes from. Oh God, I should have realized that I can't say this person's name. This comes from Yahoo Answers user C4TF. 00D. 
which I think is supposed to be cat food, uh, who asks, I need love potion ingredients. Help, please. How am I supposed to read to this? I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. And this has been my brother, my brother. You will never know me.